you know, everybody goes through a tough time and, and hopefully, and you will get through it. But I think it's selfish to not share that with others, mm-hmm. right? You figured out a solution to a significant problem. Why aren't you trying to help other people? Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. Chris Kokoris, Dr. Preston Gregory, and we're going to talk about some more relevant things. Things that's been going on currently, really, I, I feel like it's a, a massive shift, but also in alignment with what we're trying to do. If you guys listen back to episode 25, me and Preston had a very deep conversation. Uh, you know, we were recording, not really intending it to go that way. Yep. It just kind of kind of happened. We had a very... Uh, brotherly love moment afterwards too. You know, just two grown men crying together yeah. in an Airbnb, you know, embracing one another, hugging and crying. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, but I, I need that, you know, and I think it's important to know for you guys to, to talk, yep. you know, have people to talk to. Um, it's not always necessarily a therapy session, but it's a good reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to think back about your life, your story, uh, you, you need to embrace that. You know, I mentioned in that episode specifically where I tried to forget about it. I really tried to forget about my past. I really tried to shove it in a closet way in the back where I would never see it again. But we all know whatever you throw in that closet still in the closet. Yeah. You know, it never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what you need to put a little more focus in because that can empower you for something that you are trying to do, which could eventually turn into your mission, mm-hmm. which is what happened with me. You know, I, and me and Preston have talked about this for a long time, especially with my business. Like, yes, I'm in the health and fitness industry. Yes. I help people, you know, get in shape, look good. Uh, but I feel like it's so much deeper than that. And when I started to really start thinking deeper and reflecting, I started to realize that people need to hear my story. You know, outside from business tactics, like, yes, I have structure, I have systems put in place, you know, to run a business. And then, you know, having business coaches and mentors, they told me like, hey, like, why don't you be a little more specific with who you're targeting, who you're talking to? Makes sense. Yeah. And for me, like at the time, because one, my past, I didn't want to think about, I was like, oh, well, I could do competitors right? That want to transition from competitive bodybuilding to a lifestyle. But it's like, mm, it's not really, I'm not really feeling that. And then obviously me being a parent, well, yeah, I'm passionate about being a parent. I, I love my family. I love my son. I was like, maybe I'll go down that direction. But the program never changed mm-hmm. in itself, other than me trying to say like, I coach parents. The structure never changed. And I really, I mean, I didn't have a ton to talk about because I'm not telling people how to be a parent. That wasn't really the goal. So you know, fast forward going to, you know, Arizona and me and Preston talking for a while, I really realized I was like, you know, what, what do I really want? Like, what is my purpose? What is my mission? And I, I don't know, man, I felt like this, that whole week, it was just like every day getting slapped in the face. Like, 
tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. And I couldn't like, I was like, why is this like, keep like hitting me in waves, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, this is, this is a sign Bingo. that I don't need to ignore. And that's where I'm at now. I realized I was like, I want to impact as many lives as possible through my story and also going into the fitness space, me staying in there, saving lives through fitness. And a lot of people think like, oh, it's not life or death. Maybe for some of you it is, right? But if you, you know, significantly obese, but more the quality of your life, right? The quality of, you know, daily living, because a lot of people go through struggles, divorce, addictions, you know, feeling completely lost. Mm -hmm. And for me, I got introduced to the gym and that was my escape for everything. It was like me, I couldn't change my location where I lived, but I could change my environment where I was hanging out. Yeah. And I would stay in the gym as long as I could to avoid hanging out with other people that was toxic in my life, which is why I developed bigger triceps, <laughs> just yep. hammering them out. But the, the thing that I'm, I'm pushing is to help people understand, like sometimes making one decision in your life can change the whole direct tra trajectory of where you're going to end up. Yep. And me taking one step in the gym has put me on this self-development journey that I hope I never end. A few things that you said, and this is where we're about to turn the knob and go deep again. Because episode 25, we share with you a story. And this is something that Chris and I just had a breakthrough with is you have to seek clarity. One, you got to figure out who you are. You got to embrace those demons in the closet. But then you have to be seeking clarity and trying to figure something out. Chris just said a, a very important word in that two minutes of him speaking. He said impact. You can't make an impact when you're living, living superficially. And the foundation of your business has been superficial. Yep. Let's just allow you to lose weight. Let's just make money. Well, I'm a parent. It's a good sales pitch. I'll put my, my wife, my son, it looks good. I'll tailor it to parents. That's kind of specific. But at Chris's core, that wasn't his purpose. And I think the growth that you want to have in your business, specifically for Chris or maybe you, it has to go with your purpose. And I think when we started to break things down, we realized that fitness wasn't about competing. It wasn't about getting a pro card. It wasn't about having big triceps. There was a pivotal moment in his life where he was lost, and now he has direction. It saved him. Yeah. And unless you go deep, you don't really make the connection to where you're like, no, it did save me. I look at all the micro decisions that's, that's taken place over the last 10 years, and the foundation of it was health. I could have went this way, but I went this way because of my diet. I could have went this way, but I said no because of my strict routine and structure I had based around my goals. And now look at Chris. And the story that you have is great. From a screw-up to success, from being an addict to now you're not an addict, to being divorced crying at your low to now having happiness. That's awesome. But what impact is there? You know, we shared our story and I had a coaching call last night. And he said, great, well, wonderful. Everything you're telling me, Preston, is you are rookie of the year. You're a success. You come from a messed up family, from drugs, living with friends. You should have never been in the position that you are. Now you're a successful doctor. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> But he's like, where's the impact? How are you going to move people? You're going to get on stage and, and share that story. And it's like, but, but, okay, how does that apply to me? There's relatability. And he challenged me. He says, you have to start making an impact. 
If you want to influence people, you have to impact people because sharing a story will relate to people. But how are you truly impacting millions of lives? And I said, I don't know. He said, here's what you're going to do. Right in your backyard, you and Chris are going to go to your local high school and speak to high school students. Because because he was like, everything that you've learned over the last eight years since you've graduated, do you wish you would have known that in high school? And I was like, yeah, of course I wish I would have knew about my mindset and books and goals and having a vision. He said, how many kids have, are probably walking your path but have no clue that there's tools to escape that reality? I'm like, probably none. He said, that's what you're going to do because you have the credibility. I've walked your path. I was raised by a single mother. I didn't feel smart. I failed classes in high school. I graduated with a 2.4. I had tons of limiting beliefs. I never thought my life was going to amount to anything massive, and now I'm a doctor. And guess what? My location hasn't changed. The same high school I went to, I'm still in the same town. So it's like you and Chris can leverage that value. It's free. That's the impact. Because what if over the next year, you go to every single high school in upstate South Carolina and you start speaking to students with nothing in return, just to give them value that I want to make your life better. And here's my platform. Is that impacting more empowering? And I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. And it got me thinking, like, mine and Chris, we have a story. Go back to 25. You can hear our story. And you might get emotional. You might cry a little bit. You might have a little bit of inspiration. But what the freak are we doing with the story? Just telling it? Yeah. It's like there has to be impact. There has to be action. It has to be something that you're leveraging to impact others. That's the whole narrative is having a vision because there's an M word in the fitness realm, maintenance. Let's just maintain. Let's just maintain your fit. There's no maintenance in life. If you want to feel alive, you have to have a compelling vision because the vision is what's going to drive emotion and that's going to create momentum and movement. It all ties in. And I realized that right here in my backyard, I'm trying to light the world on fire. I'm trying to light the whole world on fire with this massive mission. But to create a massive fire, it starts with one little match. And Chris and I, we haven't lit a match yet. Yeah. We're holding the match. We're holding lighter fl fluid. And we've been thinking, but we have to start moving. So that's the whole moral of this is when you start to discover your voice, when you start to share your story just a little bit and start getting comfortable with actually addressing those demons hidden in the closet, then you got to say, well, what am I going to do with this? Is it charity? Am I speaking to other women who's went through a divorce? Am I going to go speak to former addicts? I was a felony. I was in prison. Am I going to go speak to people in prison? Whatever it is, what can you leverage to impact hundreds, thousands, and millions of people? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I feel like it's a, you know, everybody goes through a tough time and, and hopefully, and you will get through it. But I think it's selfish to not share that with others, mm -hmm. right? You figured out a solution to a significant problem. Why aren't you trying to help other people? I don't, you know, everybody wants to think like, I'm alone in this. Nobody goes through the same problems as me. But as humans, we weren't designed to be alone. And that's why me and Preston, we want to build a community where people feel safe, where we can empower each other. You know, even when you think back, like, years to like even the like caveman era you know what i mean humans they stuck together yeah. tribes stuck together because when you go out there to try to conquer some saber-toothed tiger or something like for food if you did it by yourself do you think you would catch it probably an eating yeah you're going to get caught yeah but when you have a, a group of people that are going to get food you will win and you will conquer because you are stronger together and that's i 
part of our mission is to create this community where we can feed off of each other, learn from each other, you know, empower each other through whatever, whatever you're going through and also make you feel safe. You know, we we're so scared to tell our story because we're scared to be judged. I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to share what I wanted, you know, through my stories, because I didn't want people to think certain things of me, you know, like, oh, he's a, you know, convict or like a drug addict or, you know, a, you know, whatever you want to think about me. But you know what? Like, I don't even care because at this point I've realized like I needed to go through that for me to be where I'm at today, because without going through those struggles and in that time frame, you know, I'm, I don't know what I would be doing. I mean, everything happens for a reason. I don't try to like play the what if game in my head because that just causes me like anxiety. Right. So I'd rather just kind of like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to follow the path, but try to make the best decisions possible. And if, if I make the wrong decision, it's okay. We just pivot. That's part of life. Do you know who died September 8th, 2022? No. You don't know? No. That's pretty shitty. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's terrible. What is it? What year? September 8th, 2022. Seven months ago. Someone passed away. You should know this. Then call me out. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You forgot. Hmm. One of the most... She probably have, has more of an impact on the world than any of us ever will. Think about that. A woman that impacted the world seven months ago, she died, and you've already forgot about it. Essentially, when you die, give it four, five, six months, people are going to forget about you. Yeah. So why the hell are you so concerned about what they think? You're paralyzed in fear because of embarrassment. But when you die, people's going to forget about you anyways. So why would you not live? Because the highest form of value and success and contribution, eventually, you're going to fade. You're going to be forgotten. So in this little realm, you're getting so fixated in this fear bubble that I can't do that, but you're going to be forgotten about anyways. So why would you not live? I want to add to that, you know, because you saying that, I mean, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I did forget about that. Uh But my, you know, my mission, I'm not trying to leave a legacy, right? Because just like that, you know, being as significant as she was, I didn't remember that. And I'm sure a lot of you listening Probably are right there with me. Like, You're oh. like, who died, you yeah. know? But for me, it's more so let me impact as many people as I can individually, right? Because you think about it, like, I don't know her personally. Of course, I'm not going to remember her, mm-hmm. right? But if I was around her, if I had conversations with her, that would impact me. That is something that I wouldn't forget for because sure. of that personalized touch. Mm-hmm. So I'm not here trying to fix the world. But if I can fix one life at a time, that's what I'm trying to do. Hope. We learn that. Help one person every day. Hope. That's the mission statement. And depending on where you're at in life, maybe you do feel like you were moving the needle forward and you have this huge aspiration for your life. Or maybe you're just freaking stuck. And you're just like, I'm just trying to wake up and have a decent day and not contemplate taking my life or being depressed or anxious or whatever it may be. But the narrative is is. One person, and that's really simple what, that you, what you said, but just help one person. Like Chris and I have this vision to serve thousands of people, but it starts with just one, one simple person. And I think we, uh, we look at other people's lives and we look at their following on social media. We look at what they're creating, how much money they have, and we're like, wow, why can't I serve like them? 
but you don't ever know who you're truly impacting. You don't know what gesture, what handshake, what eye contact, what hug, what conversation, what text message will last eternity. There's been micro moments in my life that people on the other end, my friends and family, probably would never think that that little moment was so impactful to me because you don't know. But to me, that's the whole essence of impact is outside of me being on TV talking to millions, but it's making these intimate connections. It's hugging people, holding their hand, crying with them. Chris, Chris and I have been friends for 10 years now, 10 years, what a decade, a decade of knowing Chris. And I would say this past weekend was kind of the breakthrough of our relationship because we went deep. I've known him. I know where he lives, what he drives, what he likes to eat, his favorite restaurant. I know things about Chris. But when we got really quiet and still together and we cried and we actually went deep inside of ourselves, that's a different soul connection to where regardless of whatever happens in the future of Chris and I, if I move all the way across the world, that was a pivotal moment, I think, in a breakthrough for me as a man that you can't erase. Yeah. And what if you could give that to people around you? And even if it was just one person or if it was a million that's yeah. impact. And that's the whole goal here is Chris has impacted my life, and I think I've impacted his life. And I'm like, wow, he's just one person. Just yeah. through words, just through someone holding the space for me to be vulnerable or pushing me, challenging me to be better, you know, getting me outside of my comfort zone. I'm like, dude, I've grown so much in the last four months just through this podcast sitting in a spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah. What if we could help others do this? Because if Chris has helped me grow and I've helped him grow, what if we could start helping the people in our backyard grow? And what if those people could help the people around them grow? Then it's a domino effect. It's a domino effect of love, empowerment, growth, releasing emotion, creating movement in your life, creating joy, fulfillment. That's true impact. But it started with really him and I. And now it's starting to bleed over into a vision and actual action steps. I think it's important that you say that too, as far as like just starting in your backyard. You know, starting to talk to people that we already know. Sometimes we get too caught up in the big picture, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know where to start, right? But I think starting right here where people know us and they know, like, we're no different. You know, we are no different than anybody else, you know? And I think that's the relatability, right? They're like, oh, these guys, and they, they figured something out, mm-hmm. you know? And we're nowhere, like, near where we want to be. But again, like that's the whole point, right? We constantly want to be on this journey of learning, growing, being better. And that's the mission, right? Because, I mean, you think of like an ant. When you start making an anthill, what, well, is he going to make one here in South Carolina and back and forth taking a little dirt to North Carolina, Georgia? No. Let's, let's make that massive mound in one spot and have that community in there instead of mm-hmm. being dispersed all over the place. Eventually, you can trickle your way out. But... The power is within us. That's a good visual. You know, and I'm going to share something else with you guys because this question was presented to me last night and it got me thinking. I was on a phone call with a coach and he was really peeling off. He was going deep and forcing me to think more than I thought in a long time. And he asked a very simple question, but I didn't really know the context. I'm like, where are we going with this? He says, who's someone in your life that's really valuable to you? Someone of value. I'm like, well, what does he mean? Are we talking from a business sense? Are we talking from podcast mindset? And I'm like, uh, uh. I don't know. I was like, I guess Chris. He's like, cool. So you value Chris? I said, yes. And he said, so Chris brought you along in Arizona to a VIP dinner, which should have been a thousand dollars, but you didn't pay for. Correct. Now, what did Chris expect in return? 
Did you pay him back? Are you on a payment plan? What did he want in return? I said, nothing. He said, so the person that you value a lot in your life expects nothing from you. And I was like, yeah. He said, okay, who's someone else? I said, my uncle. Okay, why? He's there for me. I can call him at any time. He's consistent. He's dedicated. He loves me. He'll do anything for me. Okay. Any expectation? Do you pay him for anything? Is there any deep expectation that he has for you? No, he's just, his only expectation is to, to do the shit I, I should be doing as a grown man. He said, okay, gotcha. Now, are you starting to see the pattern here, Preston? That the people that you value most in your life don't expect anything from you. So how do you become a high valuable person? Give value. And that got me thinking is if I want people to value me, I just need to give value. It's not about trying to monetize everything. It's not about trying to be like, Chris, we got to make money. No, but the more love and the more value that we give with nothing in return, that's how people are going to start valuing us and looking at us differently. So think about your life. What if you could just give so much with nothing in return? People are going to start to value more. People are going to categorize you differently because they know Dude, she's freaking awesome. If, if the shit hits the fan, if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, if I need to call someone, he's there for me. She's there for me. But what do they want in return? Nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just spreading love. And I never thought about that at all. But I'm like, the people I value most in my life don't expect anything from me. You know, I don't pay Chris every month for deep conversations <laughs> and for hugs and to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but I value him so much because there's no expectation. He just holds a space for me. I want to hold a space for my community. And over time, when you give more value, you're going to receive more value indirectly. And then you're going to create more influence. But I think the fundamental foundation of achieving your goals and living the life that you want to live comes down to value. I just want to give. And I think it's really shitty if I have figured out some key essential tools to save my life, to break the generational cycle. And if I'm not sharing that, then what am I doing? Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? It's like, what are we doing? If your whole entire life has drastically changed in the last three years and the last 10 years, and you feel like you have the recipe, you have the recipe to literally make essentially a perfect life, a fulfilling life, a purpose-driven life. But there's people across the street in your same neighborhood that have no clue that recipe even exists. Why are we not sharing that for yeah. free? Yeah, that's powerful, dude. I mean, you think about that. I mean, ask, ask yourself the same question that Preston got asked. When you start thinking of people that you really value in your life and you start peeling back those layers, it's true. And people can see through the bullshit too. Mm-hmm. People can see through like, oh, this somebody wants something from me. Yeah. You know, it's pretty clear. But what if you did something and they're like, oh, you know, you know, one of my, one of my mentors told me this, you know, it's like, if, if you had to move out of your house, right. And you called your friend and said, Hey, Listen, I gotta, I gotta get these boxes out of my house. Do you mind coming help me? I'll give you, I'll give you hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, whatever. Just kind of help me out. Yeah, cool. I can come help you out. You know, and and your friend, I mean, your friends, he'll come, he'll help you out. But he goes, what if you told your friend to come say, hey, listen, I gotta get these boxes out of my house. I'm kind of out of, you know, kind of crunched for time. Do you mind? Can you, can you help me out? If he's a friend, he'll probably come with no expectation about getting paid. And then when you finish the job and then you give him something, imagine the difference of the feeling. Yeah. One, you expect money or two, you didn't expect anything and he gave you something and you're like, oh, you didn't have to do that. It's just a different energy, a different wavelength when you start to give things without expectation. Mm-hmm. 
completely agree there. And to stem off all of this whole bubble that we're talking about in this whole episode about impact and your story and value and expectation, to me, discovering that goes to investing in yourself. This massive breakthrough and this podcast and, and these the, the clarity that I have right now, the direction, the direction of where I know I need to go came down to me investing in myself. And the investments that you need to make in your life are never going to be convenient. You're never going to have enough time. You're never going to have enough money. There's always going to be some shit coming up that's pulling you away to where it's not the right time. It never will be. It's never going to be a great time to invest thousands of dollars or tons of time, energy, and effort in setting boundaries and saving your life. It's never going to be, ever. We just went to Arizona, and that was the most stressed I've been about money in a long time. (laughs) But it's clarity. You have to take those moments to invest in yourself because you trying to figure out your own problems, you're not going to because you're going to get stuck in all your lies, clutter, and bullshit. You have to find someone else that's walked your path, that's living the life that you want, that is holding a higher space to assist you in breaking those beliefs. Think about it. No one, no one in history has ever said, yeah, I just sat in a room by myself and figured out all my problems. (laughs) I just sat there. No, because when you sit there, you get caught in this illusion and the lies and the false narrative and the limiting beliefs and the reoccurring thoughts and conversation that you always have. Because you may tap into creativity, but it falls back to, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can do that. That's why you have to have someone else, a mentor, a youth group, a pastor, a friend, your grandfather, someone higher up to assist you and give you direction. But if you don't reach your hand out or take initiative to invest in yourself, that clarity, you're never going to have. And I will tell you one thing. To me, if someone says, you can have clarity or $50 million, which one would you rather want? I want clarity. Because maybe I could be rich, but I have a cluttered life. I have no purpose. Mm -hmm. That's not being rich. But to have clarity, to feel like, yes, this is why I'm here. Chris, this is what we're going to do. Right here in our backyard, we're going to create a community, a Facebook group, webinars, seminars. We're going to start speaking to high school kids. We're going to mentor people. We're going to help people live their best life possible. So when we are dead and gone, potentially there's hundreds of people saying, you know what? I was broke. I was lost. I thought there was no hope for me from where I came from. But these two dudes came to my high school and spoke, and they changed my life forever. That's impact. That's more fulfilling than looking at a number or having a Gucci purse or living in a big house. And that's what Chris and I will do and are going to do. And hopefully you're going to come along and join us. That's the game plan. Mm -hmm. We're on a mission and we're building the community and we want you guys to be a part of it. So you guys need to keep up with us, especially if you're local or even if you're close enough to drive, we're going to start doing stuff. And message us too. If you are local and you've listened this far in the podcast, Email us, call us, direct message us. If you have any connection with the school board, you know, District mm-hmm. 1, District 2, 3, all the way up, let us know. Because I don't think any administration or school system is going to say, no, I don't want you to come speak to our students on how to live a better life. <laughs> but we need a foot in the door. So if you yeah. can help us fulfill this vision that we have, we would greatly appreciate it. And the more people we can get on board and the more hands that we can shake and the more conversations and more energy we can create, the faster we can start changing lives. So use your freaking story. If you're not in South Carolina, you have a story. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. You've walked down some shitty paths, some dark alleys that you shouldn't have been in, and it's taught you valuable lessons. Now go even deeper and say, how can I start impacting people with this message? How can I build a community to start Mm -hmm. saving lives? Because I've seen what not to do. 
And I don't want other men and women to walk the same path as me. It takes by one step. Starts with one step. Mm-hmm. Take it. That's it. Day by day, you got this. Make an impact. See y'all.